advertising here today. You got another hat on. Yeah, what does it say? This is going to be bad. I don't even know the name. It's my buddy Jared Green. Sprayberry Production Services. Oilfield. Oilfield buddies. And, and uh, so last week I had my, my buddy uh, Caleb Katner in the uh, Reese Albert heavy construction deal. And, and I talked about uh, our, like, well, you've heard we are who we surround ourselves. We are who we surround ourselves with, right? Our five best friends, five closest friends and all that stuff. And so I have some really close friends that are in big business. Reese Albert is a heavy construction uh, company with big, big contracts with the state and, and things like that. And so we're all the time talking business. And this is Sprayberry Production Services, my buddy Jared Green. Uh, it's water transfer in the oil field. And the oil field is a very uh, inspirational place to me because it is never stops. It's a can-do attitude and rock and roll they go. And, and, and it's not all... It's not all milk and honey in the in the oil field for sure, but Jared runs a runs a big deal, and they move a lot of water from into drilling rigs and fracking jobs and all kinds of cool stuff. So I'm all the time listening to those guys jabber. I don't get to run the conversation very often. I listen a lot, learn a lot. That's pretty cool. So shout out to them guys. Cool. It's pretty all cool. All right. Well, and you had somebody contact you that listened to last week's podcast that. Oh yeah, so Caleb and Reese Albert, uh, we were talking about the buffalo, the, the American bison, the buffalo charges into the storm and actually gets through it faster because they face it head on and move through it as it's approaching. So the the wait time is actually cut in half because as they're moving, the storm's moving and vice versa. And anyhow, uh, one of the one of the big chiefs of Reese Albert sent him a sent him a, a, a picture of a buffalo and said, "Our new our new." Uh, our new mascot for Reese Alberts, American bison, and the buffalo, and charge into it. And so that's pretty cool. Who'd have thought two waterheads like us would be having Absolutely. people you know, like that, that listen? Up something but. that, that uh, we talked about. You described yourself as being an impatient type, and I'm probably way too patient on a lot of stuff, and we need to borrow a little bit of the other from the other kind of deal. And, and uh, so, but that. The can-do attitude in the oil field. I mean, that's what made America great. There's any doubt about that. There's yes. get up and get it going and stuff. So there's yeah, there's a lot to be said about that. When we when we lived in when we lived in Midland for eleven years and and there in the heart of the Permian Basin, that's the hub. And you know, Midland it may not be the most scenic place in the world, but but to watch production like that is just impressive and it never sleeps and there there are no holidays and and pump jacks are pumping and and that world is rocking and rolling and it's not always kind right but it's you can gain inspiration by watching that go for sure so for how are you sure. doing on your uh, journaling your your log your time log journaling well Time it's, journal. It screwed some called? things up. Uh, time journaling, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's definitely screwed some things up because uh, I thought I was doing really good. And uh, <laughs> you get to looking at some things and you're like, holy crap. So what am I doing? And uh, part of that Bo Eason book we talked about last week is uh, I'm not a piano mover. Why am I worried about moving the piano? That's not my job. 
right? Is, is my skill set and my job is to focus and do these things. Why am I doing all these things? So this drops Monday, today. Uh, I got a new employee today. Just come in the shop because of that time journaling thing. And, and I made a knee-jerk reaction after the first week of looking at it, 61 hours in my shop get 28 billable hours, where the hell am I spending my time? Why am I worried about postage? Why am I worried about um, computer things like Patreon and social media? Um, what what are things that, that feeding my horses in the mornings is how can I stay clocked in more and get more billable hours? And so, uh, yeah. Welcome to Red Rooster, Eli McDonald, in the shop, rock and roll. <laughs> and, it, you know, and it's a deal like, I'm going to pay Eli to be here 40 hours a week. I probably only need him for 10 or 15. If he can get me 10 to 15 more billable hours a week, man, that, that, that'll be great for me. That'll add up over the year, right? But I'm going to pay him for 40 hours to be here. So what's he going to do those other 30, 25 to 30? No, I ain't real sure, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and Eli wants to be a bit and sperm maker, so um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna help him do that, right? He's been a couple of my classes. He knows his way around the shop. He's worked in machine shops. He's he's been doing this on his own for a couple of years. So uh, I'm gonna do my best to help Eli learn how to run a business the way I run mine, and then he can take my piss poor examples and learn from them and make them better. And, hopefully get down the road a little faster than I have. So, you know. Does he have that can-do attitude that we were talking about? I think so. But by the time he leaves, he will hanging out with me. <laughs> we <laughs> won't accept anything less. Can-do going to rub off. Even if if he doesn't have an adequate quantity, it's going to be there. Well, good. It's all about getting the right yeah. person, that's for sure. No, yeah, that for time sure. journaling I told stuff, you that. I, I'm about to, I guess this is the third week I've been doing it. These mm -hmm. numbers are just plumb rude. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to describe it. It's just plumb I rude. Piss me rude. off. <laughs> but I, I'm different, though. I knew, I, I knew my, my time efficiency sucked. I knew that. I just didn't know how bad. So I'm, I think right. the first week it was so, like 24 hours, 24 billable hours hmm. in a week. Second week hmm. was 23. <laughs> I was, I was half depressed. So let me ask, ask you this. Did you think I was wasting my time and where the, what the hell was I doing when I, I've been saying that for how many years you've been hearing me saying 20 to 25 billable hours a week. What, what was your, like, be honest, where were you at when I was saying that stuff? I should work more. What were you thinking? Well, yeah, you can't work more. You're already taking up space in your shop for mm -hmm. a lot of time. It's just yeah. that for me, it, it it's an insidious thing, at least for me, it has been where I, I just, oh, I'll just kind of putz away at this and, and I'll go in little spurts of efficiency. When I get my hands on something, man, I get, you know, I'm pretty efficient and stuff, but Bo Eason, we've heard us talk about this Bo Eason book, and uh, he talks a lot about these kind of things where where uh, interruptions, and we we live in the age of interruptions, and that's mm -hmm. that's my 
personal demon is I just allow a lot of interruptions. And, 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 and it's not any one thing. It's a whole bunch of things that I allow. Yeah. Yeah. But I've turned the corner this week. I've got, that... I've got, uh, I think it was yesterday, yesterday, day before. Anyway, two days in a row, I think I got, I clocked in six hours. And for those of you out there that, well, don't you work an eight-hour day or 10-hour day? Well, yeah. I take up space in my shop for eight or 10 hours, but I ain't making any money for a whole bunch of those hours. <clears throat> so I feel pretty good about six hours. And and you know what's happening? Yeah. It's motivating. Hmm. Then it becomes mm -hmm. a challenge. Then you think, okay. Mm -hmm. And if I just take it one day at a time, just one day, mm -hmm. I'm only worried about this day. And if I can clock in three hours before noon, then I only need three hours in the afternoon. So I'm going to find out, find a way to do it, yep. find a way to get it done. That can-do attitude. So once you set your mind to it and you yep. accomplish yep. it a few times, oh, cool. Damn, I'm at $150 so, an hour on flower stamping. Do those numbers. Yeah, exactly. I think I can make it. I, I think after 41 years... I might be able to make it, Willie. <laughs> Thank goodness Mike there told us hope. to time journal, there is right? Hope. I want to hold out hope for everybody. <laughs> 41 uh, years. There is hope, but it is. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's frustrating though, right? I mean, it pisses you off to, to know what the hell you're doing. Because you know what? There's only one way to change it, and that's you. You have to change it. You have to. You have to embrace... Hey, I don't like this. And and the only way we're going to change something is to not like it. Like I can look at different things in my day and go, hey, I take an hour for lunch. And people could tell me, dude, take 30 minutes. You know what? I like my hour for lunch. I ain't changing that. I'll change something else. Um, I need a break. I've been in here since 4 damn 30 in the morning. Uh, I want an hour for lunch. Can I take 30 minutes? I can. I'm not changing that. But what is it that I'm going to change? How is it that I'm going to make this more efficient? And this week has been incredible for me. I've had over, I've had eight hours every dang day this week. And, and it like, look at my phone, make sure it's not broke or something, you know? But I love it. And you're like, oh crap. Yeah. Y'all for sure. It's like, oh, crap. I hired this guy to come in and help me out in the shop. I don't even need him now. I got this deal figured out. But we, we both know the truth of that is we have weeks where it's easy to get our hours. And then there's weeks that we, you son of a bitches leave me alone. Right. And so, um, which all good get and I mean, that's the way it works. What, what kind of changes you going to make? Well, I, we were just talking before we, went live here about my plans to uh, disconnect delete what is it what's the word the other d word um facebook Disrespect. my personal facebook <laughs> page yeah <laughs> and uh, i you know i'm an addict i get on facebook and i start scrolling through stuff i don't follow many people nothing personal i just don't have time and trying to manage it been mm -hmm. trying to manage it for years and uh, it just kind of takes a life of its yeah. own and comes down to trying to decide what's what's interesting and what's important. And there is a difference oftentimes. And thinking I need to, I need to uh, 
disconnect on that. Now you're telling me I can't disconnect Facebook a personal page unless I I got to have that on their algorithms or rules or whatever in order to have a business page I have to have a personal page. So I'll have to check on that. I, I don't know if I, I'm going to accomplish that, but um yeah, that that used to be that's the way it was when I got started with the mess and I, I don't know the rules there either, but I you know, I, I was telling you that and just tell everybody else is that I never went to my personal page. I, I because so they limit you to five thousand friends. I don't know how many damn friend requests I have. So as people come and go on my friends, well then I start getting friend requests. I was like, oh crap. So then I'll go to pushing okay for for people. And uh I, I mean I have I have I don't know how many friend requests I have a bunch, but I got five thousand friends. So that's when I started the 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 page and you know, I got 16,000 followers there and I'm like well I'll just concentrate on my page and everybody will go to my page and interact with me there well Lorinda oh low call and said I, I, your personal page what the heck you're never there you got to start doing something she started chewing on my bacon about that so I'm I'm sharing caper and bit and spur post on the personal page but how difficult is it to manage all those responses and and I I was telling you I don't I don't respond I I I love everybody. I appreciate. I need the comments, the the logarithms, right? We need that crap. I got 16,000 followers, but Facebook's only going to show 1,000 unless everybody goes to looking at it, which pisses me off, to be honest. But uh, it is it managing all that crap takes an incredible amount of time. And poor old Eli, he's going to have to respond. To, he's going to have to manage this stuff for me. That's going to be one of his jobs is is, is managing. But I... I don't know what the hell to do with it. I, if, honestly, I wouldn't have it if it wasn't for the business. I don't care nothing about it. Well, I've said many times, if, if it weren't for business reasons, well, that was the main reason I got on there. <clears throat> when, mm-hmm. Whenever 2009, 2010, or whenever it was I got on there, somebody said, oh, you got those DVDs for sale. You ought to get those on Facebook. And boy, howdy, did it ever work. Wow. Yeah. We were sending DVDs all over the world. And, uh, so it's, it's worked out pretty good and, you know, I've got a whole bunch of work to do. I don't, I really don't need this social media all that much, but you know, one of the compelling things though, I have to say the being on Facebook too, and Instagram or whatever is we're telling the story of the West. Mm-hmm. So, but the question becomes how much, how much time can I afford to do that? Just because it's the noble thing to do, and you got well, friends are saying, "Yeah, I like to, I like to see your cowboy shit on there." Yeah. So, <laughs> how much is that paying? How do you, you do all that? <laughs> it, it and, and you know the money's one thing is like okay, I don't mind sharing my story. It makes everybody happy. It gives them entertainment. That's cool. Like we're doing here with the podcast. Um. um but the time management, right, and and uh, and being efficient with the time management of that, and and I, I do believe as I'm trying to brand the value, increase the perceived value of my product, right? Because at the beginning of the day, you got two thousand dollars worth of saddle tree and leather, I got two dollars and fifty cents worth of steel and five hundred dollars worth of gold, and now me and you are going to try to make a profit on that with our time. And, and so what is our time worth? And, and it's just a perceived value that we're dealing with here and, and Facebook, social media, 
it's the easiest, greatest form of marketing and branding that we can do right now. And this podcast is helping that as well. Like I didn't know Wilson and Carrie were that or this, or, I mean, we may be running some people off too. Like, Oh hell, I thought they were intelligent, but they're not. So, <laughs> but, but it's, um, it is marketing and branding and, and, from a business standpoint, I feel like we have to be there. I have to tell these things. And do I want to? Honestly, I just want to build the stuff. But guess what? I wouldn't get to build the stuff if people didn't and get the prices I'm getting and get to build the pieces that I'm getting to build now. I'm not just building things. I'm building really nice things and getting to build more of them. It has to go back to this marketing and branding that's going on. And, and so the necessary evil right and then how do we manage it how do we how do we it's a time that's why that's why you're running from the situation it's not the results that you're getting from it it's the time that you're wasting getting get chasing the squirrels chasing the butterfly right is we get on there and post and then 30 minutes later you wake up what the hell am i doing scrolling you know boy you just described me i'm uh, probably from the outside, <laughs> I look like this serious craftsman, businessman, highly organized. I promise you, <laughs> you need to yeah. spend a day with me. It's yeah. a lot more chaos than it should be. So I consider a miracle of God that I'm even in business as long as I have been. The planet's lined up pretty good. Yeah. So I'm still trying to figure it out, though. Well... And thank you, Mike Skinner, for telling us the time journal because now it just makes it aware. We can make changes, we can not, but at least we know what we're doing. And, uh, you know, if, if you drink a case of beer a day, you don't have to quit. But if you realize that you may have a problem, then you can make that choice, right? And uh, and and that's the power of choice right there that, that we got is like, am I going to make a change? I'm not, I'm not. My nap at lunch ain't happening. And I told Eli. You little bastard, you're not going to mess up my 15-minute nap. <laughs> you can go to the shop or do whatever you want to do. But <laughs> you got to take a Do not <laughs> disturb. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if you're in the room staring at me. Talk, do cheerleading moves. I don't care what the hell you're doing. I'm going to take a nap, right? <laughs> I've been up been up a while. I did habit forming. But, you know, I mean, it, it's... um. Knowledge is power. That's what time journaling does for us. Well, and it and it the the one two punch to recap how this is all kind of unfolding for me, probably for you too. Mike Skinner comes along and you that was clear back in February mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City. You guys were at that forum and, and uh, he says keep a time journal. The good Lord set him next to me too and I don't I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, he sat him right next you to You couldn't him. get away from the it. He was the information him. was right no. there. You couldn't escape it. But the other the other punch. He kept wanting to. That's a one-two punch here. Bo Eason's book. And boy, you oh, talk yeah. about rattling your cage, did it not? Between those two, is it, that's the way it's worked for me. Probably worked for you, too, mm-hmm. is, is Bo Eason's book. And, and uh, <clears throat> of course, much of the book is stuff I've bathed in that kind of information it's all about mm-hmm. confronting yourself challenging yourself competition i mean i've 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 heard i've read all that stuff for my entire adult life i've i've consumed yeah. a lot of that kind of content 
But I want to say, I want to bring up something that really, really got my attention in there. It was new information. Uh-huh. It was, I mean, he had all the other stuff that I've heard before. He packaged in a very compelling way. It was really impactful. Yeah, He's right. that kind of a guy. He's very charismatic and yep. stuff. So, so, but when he pulled out the predator card, I said, now this is something to think about. He said, we all have oh. a predatory nature. Tell, tell yeah. me, unpack that for me. What did he mean by that? I, are you going to be the predator? You're going to be the rabbit, I guess. Kind of right. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how I think about it is eat or be eaten. Is that where you're at? Or Well, I, well he, he talked about. We, by nature, of course, he's looking at it from an evolutionary standpoint. We are an apex predator by nature, male and female. I mean, we all had to feed a family for most of our life. I mean, our our the uh, history of mankind. You know, there was there was kind of this need to feed feed ourselves, and we are predators, hunter gatherers, predators, whatever. So he yeah. he claims that that's our na- uh, by nature that's who that's who we are, and uh, so so he's he's saying embrace that predatory nature. Of course uh, that uh, and and uh, <laughs> stepping into some pretty deep water right there. The predator is not well, exactly a a positive doesn't conjure up positive images yeah. in most people's minds, but he. What he what he goes into detail, he says it has nothing to do with with the current uh, yeah. understanding of predator. It has to do with, and I the thing he never really said, and and I'm just going to cut to the chase right here, is what when he studied real predators in the animal world out there, what did they have, and and in my view, I think what he's coming down to is two things confidence and great awareness sure so when you that's that's packaging the whole predatory thing in a different way isn't it that makes it more something that we can that's palatable for us great awareness well, for sure and great confidence because a predator so, doesn't care about anything else but killing a rabbit right well, feeding, right? Yeah. So, so the way I look at it too is is a back to what I said at the beginning is is eat or be eaten. From are you going to sit there and just let the world unfold in front of you, or are you going to go out there and look for some food, right? Are are you going to wait for the bananas to be given to you by the government, or are you going to get up and do something? Because if you wait to be fed, you're going to be limited to what they feed you. But if you will get out and hunt for your food and hunt for your spot, you can eat what you want with intelligence and confidence, right? And awareness, being aware of what's around you. But if you just sit there, good enough, good enough attitude and don't have that can-do attitude, don't have a purpose to your day, don't have a direction to your day, don't have um, um, a game plan, as he talks about, you know, the 20-year game plan in the book. If, if if that's predator to me, like that's getting up and 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 special forces kicking doors in, they just don't go kick doors in, right? They got a game plan to understand what they're doing, a mission, a purpose, but they don't wait for the bad guy to come to them. They go get the bad guy, and uh, that that's not from a lackadaisical attitude or 
just sitting back. So yes, you have to be careful with the word predator in today's climate. But uh, back to this hat in the oil field, by golly, they're out there getting it, right? They're moving and uh, getting the job done. And that, that's predator to me. Yeah. Well, and he talked about how that kind of comportment, if you will, posture, attitude is actually creates safe environments. See, and that's where I was running sure. into, okay, I'm conflicted now because a, a real predator, no one is safe around a real predator out there. So if you've got a, a an aggressive posture, um, but that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about um, we have, we live in this world where toxic max masculinity is one of the greatest sins ever. And he's talking about yeah. a, a type of predatory nature that is positive for society where there is safe, that creates safe places for people to be. And we talked about that sure. before in the people that we're around in our classes, we want to create a safe environment. Here's, here's something I want to, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'd like to ask him, we've actually extended an, an invitation to him to come on to our podcast. So we'll see playing a, playing a hand here that maybe we is premature. We don't know well. who all guests we've got lined up here, but anyway, I, I'd like to unpack this. The guy was raised on a ranch in Northern California, so he's been around horses and stuff. So of course a horse is a flight animal, uh, they they respond they have a high degree of sensitivity to predatory uh, posture how does this work mm -hmm. around animals and you think about well how did that you know uh, tom dorrance ray hunt buck Branneman, um peter campbell brian newbert some of these guys did they have a predatory stance it wouldn't work if they if they had what we would consider a traditional predatory stance toward a horse. A horse is going to run away because it's not safe. And that's where I come back to what I said a moment ago is great confidence and great awareness. Then it gets packaged in a different way, doesn't it? Yeah. A horse yeah. is looking for a leader and you're it. Well, that's exactly you what I was to fixing be to say. Assertive, um, but not aggressive. And it's the same way around people, isn't it? it You've got to be assertive, but not absolutely. aggressive. Yeah, because if you if you don't have um, if you don't have if you don't have a posture of leadership, then you're just going to get run over. The, the, there's always times to follow. Right. There's always times to follow. Um, I usually walk in a room that I've never been in before. Confident in the two shoes I stand in, but not trying to dominate the room. Right. I'm going to probably slide back to a corner, evaluate the situation, see who the predators are, see who the leaders are. I don't mean predators because in this situation, in this in this um, scenario, I don't predators are the ones trying to eat everybody in the room. We're all friends in this room, so I'm there comfortable in my shoes to see who's what, evaluate the situation, and then I'm going to gravitate towards the leadership of the room nine times out of ten. is is uh, I'm going to go to who I think is in control, 
and have a conversation with them. I may or may not lead the situation at the end of the story. I don't know, but but I definitely gravitate towards that person or that that group, and uh, and and I think is and that's selfishly because I'm there to gain information out of how they got to that point, and uh, uh, with a horse, you know, the first. Uh, you go flank a baby calf. If you go into that situation timidly, he's going to run all over you, kick the dog crap out of you, and nobody's going to get the job done. But if you go in in a situation and 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 <laughs> that is predatory, right? That calf ain't feeling safe after the after I get a hold of him. But <laughs> but it all of this all of this boils down to attitude and your approach. What are you trying to accomplish? And being mild, meek, and timid. It may have a strategy at some some place, but ultimately that that attitude cannot be the only one you have, right? That cannot be the only strategy you have. Uh, you have to be able to embrace and take charge. You don't take in charge if you don't take charge of your own personal route. How the hell are you going to get anything accomplished? You're going to just have to eat whatever the hell the government gives you. That ain't worth the crap to me. So is that why you? said yes when you, you walked into the room and I asked you if you wanted to be on a podcast. That's just really difficult to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that I knew it's what I needed to do because as I, as, as me and you have talked, uh, I want to build really high end things, the, the big things. Right. And, and I've noticed that my market was slowly moving along in a level of comfort to certain price points really didn't have anything to do with quality. I, uh, I have to say, I'm not going to talk about quality cause that's that it's always there. That's my main mission is quality. But then it come to people that were completely capable of buying anything I'd ever made before price point. But they were like, no, I think it's safe to buy a $10,000 pair of spurs. Or five thousand dollar pair of spurs, but not ten. Now it's safe to buy ten. Now we're working towards fifteen and twenty. People, the marketing and branding that the podcast allows, and 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 I thought that that the that the product was the brand. It's not. It, I'm the brand. You're the brand of Terry Schwartz Saddles, and it's not my product. It's the that product is the product of the brand. So this podcast, just like Workshop Wednesday, is a way for people to get to know who I am and what I'm about. And and I may run a whole bunch of people off, right? But I don't need a whole bunch of people. I just need a few that appreciate and love what it is that I'm doing to keep me busy doing what I'm doing. And and uh, and that fan base um, is from the 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 guys that that at the bottom end, the beginner level of a, of a collector all the way to the very top, right? That fan base has to be everybody. I can't just focus on one. Is you have to focus on everybody and everybody has to know what I'm about and uh, my story and so I said question. yes, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too fun. Question. So, don't tell me this. You you said you didn't know if you were going to be chasing a bunch of people off, but has it worked out that way? Hell no. Has it? Eason no. talks about a certain magnetism. Have you experienced that? Or have you even thought about that? Since Mag- you've, you kind of grabbed here, you have more, you exude more confidence 
more awareness, more of what mm -hmm. he calls a predatory nature. How is that? Mm -hmm. You have, you know that. Yeah, yeah. How how is that played out? Well, I've freaking hired somebody, right? I mean, it's it's things on things are happening <laughs> that I need somebody to manage it. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not just manage it, right? I mean, the time the time crunch isn't any different today than it was five years ago. It's the same. I've been keeping track not of every part of my day. I haven't changed my day in the last five years, probably. Um, I've been keeping track of my time that I actually bill, and I've been between twenty and thirty hours. For the last long time however long i mean that's normal i've been talking about that for a long time but um having the confidence to say hey i think i can do this right and and um just the the conversations that we've had has made me truly in the time journaling maybe look at it and say what the hell am i doing right like i think i can do this and and the people that are coming and 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 as far as the product going up it's not all because of the podcast, but the last couple of years, uh, golly, there's been some blessings happen that it wasn't my intelligence or good looks that happened, but getting on the cover of the quarter horse journal, right? I mean, that, that's a huge thing. And that doesn't happen because they didn't know who I was. Or do you think they would have put me on the cover if they did thought that nobody knew anything about my bits and spurs? Probably not. Right. So. Hey, congratulations. I see you and Ernie in the, New Western Horseman. Did you know that? Are we? I didn't even know. <laughs> well, like, it's kind of a no. delayed delayed response. It was a little late, but that they had a nice article. I can't remember um, who wrote it now, but uh, about huh. the bit and spur gathering down there in Texas at Troy. Oh, yeah. Troy Flay Hardy and, and Matt Humphreys. Yeah. Isn't that those two guys that shout out to yeah. those two guys for putting that together? Absolutely absolutely hey i got it you, you said troy and that that brings up a cool thing um i got accepted last uh monday i got to announce it but i applied to the grand masters class that at, at grs in august and uh, uh me and troy and uh, bo compton member of the tca uh, we all got accepted so uh, cool. to be a part of that class or what's and i don't know i don't know who else is all accepted I, I've, I've talked to a few people but uh it's going to be exciting two weeks to learn from damian Connolly, who's a protege of the guy that's at the top of the engraving mountain winston churchill for me so uh, some very very cool stuff so for when, me but we're going to spend a week two weeks that's the middle of august so Two weeks in August, so when we're re recording our little podcast here, we may have. I'll have. I'll have all my stuff. Don't worry, on my computer. Won't Can skip a beat. It's fourteenth through the twenty fifth. Wow, two weeks, Emporia, yep. Kansas, or four. Two. Yep. 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 Well, that's Lovely. exciting. Nothing about nothing like our deadline, right? Me and Bo are going to be tight. <laughs> I was talking to you. So our, it, won't affect, it won't affect our deadline, but the cash flow will be a booger bear because oh, yeah. we've been building yeah. all, all summer, you know. So Yeah, Bo and I have got him to going to be building some saddle silver for a saddle I got going here now. And he was just, holy cow. I got, got a lot of ranch responsibilities with aging in-laws on the ranch down there in Tombstone. I'm probably saying more than I should here, but. 
kids are in rodeo and they're top performers. So that means, of course, you got to go to the national deal and stuff. And he's stretched tight. (laughs) He is. He's a little stressed. Hey, do you, do you hear my, do you hear my, my support system in the background? The meowing? Yeah, cheese. Cheese is trying to get involved in the podcast. I can't hear him, but I see him once in a while. Oh, See, you've mad. got com- a companion in there almost all the time. No, this- no, this is not a companion. This is a dictator that's like, oh, let me right. in, let me out, or feed me. That's right. So give me two seconds while I turn the little booger out so that I can get back. So <laughs> tell everybody a cool story. I'll be- Hold on. One of these days, we might have to... Get a visual, get the get our video thing going up so you can see how ridiculous we look in our yeah our native environment here. Hey, I got my Cristobal Cougar shirt on today, sprayberry sprayberry hat. Cheese is seventeen years old, soon to be eighteen. Wow. Holy mackerel! Had and he's a had him since he was a baby. He was born in the shop. Him and Katie showed up at the same time. Oh. Say he was born in February or something like that. That's hell, everybody. He's been around since Katie. <laughs> it's all good. All good. Well, what did you have? Any other notes? What's your other cool notes? Did you have cool notes? You're the one that take notes. Oh, what are we gonna talk about? What else? Um, yeah, I guess if we want to. I want to circle back to that Boise and stuff. But, uh, oh, you know, another thought I had too was was uh, Jordan Peterson. Of course, people probably heard about him. I I don't dive too deep into some of his stuff. I, not that I don't want to. It's just that I I haven't uh, for whatever reason. But he mm-hmm. he talks about um, uh, if you want to if if you're afraid of what a a strong man will do wait till you see what a weak man will and in a, mm. in a negative sense. And so let's think about that, you know, school shooters, Vladimir Putin. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you can list them all down. It's the, the scrawny kid with the AR. That's the trouble. It's not the strong man. That's, that's yeah. got things under control. And then that's what made me think about, I don't know if we want to dive off too deep into this direction, but but uh, the whole thing about the predatory nature that Bo Eason talks about that made me made me think about a strong man is a guy, and and for women too, for that matter, and and he doesn't he he uh, includes women as of course being the mama bear, you know, in a family unit and stuff. She's going to protect mm-hmm. her kids she's going to be providing all of that kind of stuff so well it is um yes and 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 i think so this i'm sitting here thinking about the predator and the safe and because that's what you and i are are trying to say here right is that we want people to be safe around us and and uh whether it's customers or peers or whatever, is it's 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 safe to spend 
$40,000 on one of your saddles. It's safe to spend $20,000, $30,000 on one of my bits, right? Um, it's safe. We're not here to take advantage of anybody from a customer standpoint. Our peers come to us knowing it's safe. We're here to make them better. We're not here to push them down or keep them below us. We're here to pull them up, right, and 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 to be with us. Um, we have our spot. If somebody goes flying by me in skill set and in branding and in value and all that, um, that's not their, it's their fault that they did in a positive way. And it's my, and if, and if I'm worried about them being better than me or me being at the top of the mountain, then it's my fault. I didn't work hard enough to stay there. Right. Or if that means I'm there. I'm not, I don't mean that because that so much of this top of the mountain is just opinion right and it's whatever so um but uh is like i i i being around so i like the word predator but it does have some negative con connotation that i'm going to eat you i'm not here to eat you i'm here to tell you i'm going to survive and i'm going to eat what i want that's the predator mm -hmm. part of me Right is is I'm in control of my destiny, with the good Lord having the trump card. Right, got to say that is it's not my good looks or intelligence that's getting any of this stuff to me. But I am knocking on doors and I am asking God, is this where am I supposed to go? And this is this what you want me to do? And and so um, He's given me the the power of choice and opportunity to go to go uh, down this journey. So. I'm not sitting back waiting, just saying, oh, well, this, this you know, I'll, I'll just take what's coming. You're going to sit right there in the same damn spot in the same misery um, your whole life if you don't get up and pursue something. So, so I had rather be in the room with a predator in a good sense because I feel protected, right? Like if, if I'm in a room with somebody that's weak, I'm not sure they can survive. And I'm then not now it's up to me to protect that person, right? Well, cool. Yes, I'll do my best to protect them. But if that person I'm standing next to has the same mental approach that I do, holy cow. If I work just as hard as I was with the weak person and that work and the and the strong person works just as hard as he would, think of where we can go as a team that way, right? And in uh, that you you have a, an equally strong individual to trudge through life and things are going to come flying at you, right? The obstacles are going to come. Challenges are there. You got two choices. How do you, you're going to take it like the Buffalo, get up and walk through it. And if you got somebody that's, that's uh, putting out fires just as hard and fast as you are, you're going to get through that storm a lot faster with a lot less effort. So why not surround yourself with predator type situation in that sense? Not people trying to eat me, not that guy. Um, the guy that's a predator and that we can survive and we're going to eat what we want. I wonder if Bo meant it that way. <laughs> that's how I took it. Well, I, and I think that's, that's a pretty good, pretty good, uh, I think diagnosis or whatever of what he was trying to get at. What made me, what, mm -hmm. you, what you said there a moment ago is made me think that, uh, let's approach this from a teamwork perspective. They see you see yeah. those people around you, those people who are also apex predators, alpha mm -hmm. males, females, whatever. Uh, you perhaps mm -hmm. in some to some degree you see them as competition, but more than anything, you see them as teammates, and uh, and that's yeah. 
Eason, you know, in my opinion, maybe goes, takes a competition thing a little bit too far, maybe a lot too far, I don't know, but because not everybody has the wherewithal to to step up to the plate in the way that he is. I mean, the guy played in the NFL. He's an award-winning playwright and actor. Right. Uh, so, <clears throat> reality, we need burger flippers, too. We need the best burger flip flippers yep. on the pa- planet, you know, that's for sure. Yeah. And that, so we need a yep. lot of Indians, and not everybody can be a chief. And so let's, but no. we're all a part of a teamwork kind of a deal. Everybody yeah. pulling and doing their best and stuff. Yeah. I, you know, one thing that Bo Eason says all the time is, I was the best NFL safety, according to who, right? Like, that's a matter of opinion. So for me to say I'm the best bit and sperm maker in the world means nothing to me. I care nothing about that because my mama thought that from day two, right? <laughs> and and I always say that. But, I mean, who am I to say I'm better than Ernie or John Ennis, Mark Dahl, Russell Yates, Ryan Hogstrap? That's ridiculous for me to say that. Right, is those guys are incredible bit and sperm makers. Um, their mama thinks they're the best, and they are right. So, for me to say I'm the best is ridiculous, but for me to say that I'm going to be the best that I can be, I want to be the best version of myself. Well, that's a whole new level of competitiveness to me because, um, now I'm not worried about a judge of somebody else saying I'm better than Ernie. That's ridiculous. And that's just that man's opinion or that lady's opinion, that person's opinion. But me looking at myself and that level of competition that I have with myself, now that is extremely important to me. And I want to be the best that I can be. And I can look at yesterday. And if I say, oh, well, that's about as good as it can get, what the hell are we doing? This game's over, right? So... So you look at your own personal journey and your own personal deal. And, and if people in the world say, Willie, you're the top. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but that's not, don't eat, don't drink that Kool-Aid. That ain't going to get you nowhere. You start, start believing your own press on stuff like that. And then, then you'll start relaxing. And then you suddenly you're, you're not standing in one spot. You're going backwards. And hell yeah. And, 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 don't drink, don't drink the bad Kool-Aid either. Because there's people, Willie sucks. His bits aren't worth a damn. They don't work. Well, your hands are the ones pulling on it. <laughs> That's what I tell them. <laughs> no, that, Sorry. You said there about who's the best. And, and, of course, with in our current popular culture, we always, who's the, who's the GOAT, right? The greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all this debate yeah. between the basketball players and actors actresses and football players everything you got award ceremonies for everything on the planet out there and uh so i I hear some of the same kind of stuff and and but the other day i heard somebody say oh yes so-and-so said that there this this guy does just as good at work as carrie well cool you know i don't yeah good for him that's great that's all that's great but the thing is, when you start identifying who the best is, then it becomes, that's a kind of competition that is completely unnecessary, I think. Because the reality, I mean, 
I'll I'll tell you, and oftentimes I don't talk to Dale Harwood too much these days. I need to stay in touch with him more than I do, but um, he's always very complimentary, and he has always been in, envious of my artistic ability. and And I immediately say, Dale, I've always envied your productivity, your yeah. quality and productivity. So who's the best? You can't say who's the best. No. I will say this, though, uh, having name-dropped Dale's name into this conversation, he's uh, he is without a doubt, in my mind, the most important saddle maker mm-hmm. of our generation because of what he's done and the people he's influenced. He's like sure. the Tom Dorrance of saddles, in my opinion. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it had nothing to do that he's... You know, I'm not saying he's the best. He's he's better than some in some areas. He's not as good as others in other areas. But what he the impact he's made, yeah. and that's what you and I need to think about. And that's why we're on this damn podcast right now talking about we're trying to make an impact. We're trying to make a difference. Yeah. And I'm trying to make yeah. a difference in your life. You're trying to make a yeah. difference in my life. And in 10 yeah. short episodes that we've had going here, we're doing that. And we're allowing other people in on the conversation. That's Isn't that true what that. it comes down to? Yep. That's exactly what it comes down to. And it's dang sure. I mean, I, I, uh, I got people, I got people that are, uh, responding and commenting and saying, Hey, thanks. Keep it up. Right. And so, um, for those that, <laughs> like we hear, America is the greatest country in the world because if you don't like it, you ain't got to listen to it, <laughs> right? <That's true>. So, <laughs> it's your fault if you're listening to it and you don't like it. So, <laughs> well, I've, um, I've and I do want to, I do want to say this, Gary. Okay. Go ahead. No, I, 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 uh, well, I spout off. Of course, I'm the producer here, so I'm the owner of all of this. The platform and everything and i can go in yeah. the analytics and yeah we got give or take a hundred followers or whatever but i've been told that more importantly how many downloads which you i think by the time this hits the air we're going to be probably 26 2700 total downloads in nine weeks 10 weeks something like that i think i told you this the other day you know, what's more important is we're making an impact, I think, on, on the people that are responding. Yeah. Those that, it yeah. may be a small circle, I don't know. I don't know how big the circle is. I don't know how big it's going to be. doesn't really matter. But we are making that impact because people are reaching out and letting us know about that. And we appreciate that. I mean, I mean, you think about it. Yeah, I appreciate it too. And, and uh, 250 downloads of, of episode, basically, right? And uh, so... That, that hey if we got 250 people that are appreciating what we're doing uh awesome right and, uh, and we can help and and uh you think well 250 people is not that many 200 if it's all bit and spur makers and saddle makers that's quite a few that's that's a big portion of our industry right so uh, not that there's not a lot more of them out there but they may be better at managing time than me and you are not listening to stupid podcasts that are actually working, <laughs> which I, I listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm working and, uh, it keeps my mind, uh, it keeps the left side of my brain occupied while the right side can do what it does. A lot of times, some things I can listen to, uh, music or podcasts, some things I have to concentrate. Yeah. But I don't want to, I want to say too, Carrie, is it, uh, so of those people that are downloading and, and, um, uh, 
and appreciating. I have some of them coming to my Patreon page, and I have a plat uh, a tier on my on my Patreon platform for a dollar a month, twelve dollars a year, and they're donating to that and saying, "Hey, thanks for doing the podcast." Here's a token of appreciation, and I I certainly appreciate that because we are doing this a la gratis. Is that what they say? It free, and uh, and that's all cool. Um, I am gaining a lot of uh, a lot from it without question, and uh, we just got done discussing that for sure. But to have a little kickback is is that's uh, uh, much appreciated. And so thank you to everybody who's done that. I I certainly do appreciate it. Absolutely. Yep. I don't have, I, I think the lowest tier I have is $5 a month, but, and you can go on there for a year. It's $54 a year. They give you a 10% discount. Of course. Yeah. As you all, I don't know if everybody understands, we don't own that. That's a, a Patreon. We're just a page on a, on a platform that we don't own. And so we hmm. don't make every, we don't make every dime that every nickel that doesn't go all go into our pocket. Of course, we have to pay for the platform, no. which is all cool. That's a that's the way it should be. And stuff, oh, so happy to pay it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like a commission. So yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. A few nickels in a turnstile kind of helps keep the keep the uh, food on the table and stuff. Keeps us motivated. So well, does for sure. Well, sir. Shall we put a wrap on it? And I got some a fender I got to get stamped up today, and I've got a horn to cover, and I'm gonna see if I can't get over six hours today. I'm gonna try to catch up. Uh, I was hoping I was gonna get forty with the way I was going, but this probably clogged things up. I got to take some pictures, and uh, I ran out of. I got about two inches of gold I needed to finish up my TCA I bit. It'll be here tomorrow, so. I started a new a new big project. It could go in the TCA show. It's actually a piece that came that is uh, similar to a TCA piece from several several years ago, and this customer just loved it. And she said, "I got to have one similar to it. I'll change the mouthpiece a little bit, and let's do this with the concho and this." Oh, perfect. But uh, so I'm starting that in the middle of my deal, and I'm only six weeks late getting started on it. So we're right on schedule. Hey, <laughs> I, I got to compliment you on that bit. That's, uh, and we'll get into this more. We've talked about this a little bit, but the importance of line and, and not only mm. the outside lines of everything, but you had some internal lines going on in there that really, really snap. I wanted to compliment well, thank you on you. that. There's some internal yeah. lines within the, well, within the form that make the whole composition really work well. And, uh, so. And, and well, you think you're talking about the gold, the gold scroll lines, the ribbon lines that are kind of going through there? That's part of it, but also is that what you're, just a, yeah. you have you have certain fields within the, within the field. You've got mm-hmm. you've separated things mm-hmm. out. You have a line on the, above yeah. the bit above the the mouthpiece. You've got a line of this diagonal above the mouthpiece that complements the shape of the shank. They're complementary. There's sure. a harmony within that design. Yeah. That is very compelling. So well, we're thank diving you. off Those into are the another first line. subject. We could spend more. <laughs> we need visuals for this, though, because I I can't yeah. describe yeah. it. Well, maybe maybe folks go to the, go to the page and see. I got some pictures in there. Go to the go to the Instagram, Facebook, check it out, give it yep. a like. But but uh, 
Yeah, the, the, those are those are those are back to the design elements that me and you're talking about. And we're talking about the first lines put on the page, right? The very first ones, not all the detail minutiae crap. This is the very first things that go on that create those lines, create that space. Then you design within them. So uh, I want to say too, like that, that, that those are inspirations. Uh, the whole bit's kind of inspirations coming from that grandmaster thing and Damian Conley and Winston Churchill and some a, a gun that they did and uh, did I copy? Well. I mean, different canvas, but yeah, I copied the style, I copied the look, right, and so made it fit my world, and it, it inspired the crap out of me. And luckily, I'm not good enough. Anybody's going to think I copied it, but but you can certainly see the resemblances, and I, I, hell, I think that's a wonderful thing myself. So, are they going to get into oh, stuff good. like we're, we're talking about in this Grand Masters thing? Talk about. Again, internal lines never, and and filling dedicated space. You'll never guess. Huh? Tell you tell me what they're gonna do. I know what they're gonna do. You tell me what you don't have, have a clue. But what's your guess that they're gonna have me do? Just your drawing? Guess? No, hell no. That's what you and I would tell them to do. We got a little medallion that's pre-designed for us, and we're gonna spend two weeks cutting their pretty little design. Shit. <laughs> and it, 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 hey. I'm telling you, I'm telling yep, from you, a, there is a huge opportunity in our trades to be talking about what we're talking about, and there is no conversation, even at the highest levels, for any of this stuff. That is going to happen no. within the next couple of years, it, because of it will, the um, conversation we're starting right now. I I, I hope it does. Now I got to. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this, Gary. Uh, it's kind of like buds, buds, buds class, Navy SEALs or Ranger school or anything like this. What we're talking about is me and you love, right? That's a deep, there's some deep water there and, and, and people are going to need their floaties and there's going to be a lot of people that just jump in without them and, uh, they'll get in over their head. I want every, everybody fits. I don't care what stage of the game you're in. Get if it's your first day at the drawing board, get your ass in this class, right? But but it is deep water and and uh and it's 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 hard to chew on. So some people say, "You know what? I'm good just buying a bit shank from Outlaw Water Jet and putting some silver on it instead of learning how to draw their own." You know, they they um they, they, learning how to draw your own and fill those lines is important, but um, not I, everybody's going to do it. I agree with you because I've, I've trotted out some of these concepts and asked some of the hard questions to beginners, and they bob their head. And I can tell that they, it wasn't, they're not just bobbing their head because they, they're supposed to. I know they understood the concept. The hard part is to yeah. struggle with the questions. How do they yeah. apply what does it look like? Now we're getting in. That's where the deep water comes into play, and you better have your your scuba gear on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah for the buds training. So that's that's coming. I promise you, one yeah. way or another, because I that's the hunger I have is to have that conversation with with people, and it could be beginners, it could be experts, it could be anybody. It doesn't matter to me. I think it would be fun to incorporate some people, uh, other designers and other genres, car designers, uh, architects, architects. Dana Pierce on here, right? How about having Dana on here? Talk about some lines like that. That'd be awesome. 
No, I I think you'd blow the blow the doors off of whatever's going on right now. I think it's just open open doors in a big big way in both of our trades. So. I think it'd be cool. Well, sir, Look, did I got to get to work. We said goodbye ten minutes ago. I know. We're I know. We're still here. We're right at an hour. People probably said, "Oh, we're going to put a wrap on it," and then they quit. They, oh, that's a good <laughs> and they've missed the best. They peeled part. out. Yeah, they missed the they missed the hidden the hidden track, right? <laughs> it's a secret track. All right, all right. We'll be good. Thanks, sir. Thank you.